Howdy, y'all! Welcome into South of Scruffy Podcast. I'm Ben Fields. This is my podcast. Thanks for being here. Hope everybody's doing well, avoiding the sniffles. I've uh, I've got Paris Woodhull on the show today. You know Paris's work. She's an illustrator, an artist. Her stuff's all over the place, man. She's at Paris Woodhull on Instagram. You can find her stuff there. It's absolutely gorgeous. She's not a map lady anymore. She does more than maps, man. She has all kinds of stuff now. Murals, cards. I got a couple Christmas ornaments from her. It was a great chat. We had a really good time. It was very nice to meet her. She's very kind and very, very talented. Oh, we had the uh, the first ever SOS Christmas party last night. We went to uh, Mike McGill's Christmas Spectacular. That was Sunday night at the Bijou Theater. We had a great time. If you get a chance to check that out next year, you definitely should. It helps get you in the Christmas spirit. Me and Sam went. We enjoyed ourselves. We had a great time. And then we came back and worked in the shop for a few hours. The shop is under renovation right now, but we're still going to continue doing podcasts in here. It's looking good. It's coming along. It's warmer, at least, now that the walls are insulated. Go check out our Patreon and buy us a bat of insulation. I'll put that on there as a level. All right, well, let's get into my chat with my new friend, Paris Woodhull. We're doing the podcast. Paris. Yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired. Are you? <laughs> it's the end of like my, my holiday Super Bowl season. You're everywhere. You're, um, you're, it looks, I see all over the place. I, I definitely... I'm grateful, but I've definitely felt everywhere recently. Really? I'm tired. <laughs> what are you working on? Um, So holiday season's wrapping up for me, and I'm going to take a little break. And then just lining up new work for next year, Um, I am determined. I said that weird, determined, <laughs> um, to do some more large-scale murals. I've been yeah. obsessed. Is it mostly commission work that you're doing right mm-hmm. now? Uh. So I feel like it ebbs and flows. So I feel like the the second half of my year gets more retail-y mm. and wholesale-y. And then the first half of my year tends to be more design work, mural work, commissions. Gotcha. Um, which I love having both of those two because when I get tired of one, I flip to the other. What's retail so. work mean? Oh, excuse me. It's okay. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, you got some water. <clears throat> excuse me. No, it's all good. I'm going to have a hop water. Yeah. These are delicious. <laughs> it looks delicious. <laughs> um, uh, so I have a line of apparel, paper goods, stickers, okay. prints. Um, so I have retailers in Tennessee, outside of Tennessee. Um, and then I do lots of craft fairs and online sales. And COVID definitely made my online sales skyrocket. So it's been a learning curve, which has been fun. But so. you you want to get into the mural stuff bigger? Oh bigger yeah, space. my dream. I'm just gonna like positive manifest right now. Okay, I want to do the side of a building. I want to paint another side of the building really, really badly. I had so much well, fun. Okay, but, I, yeah. I got to tell you that like that's actually the moment that I was like, I need to have Paris on the podcast was when I was looking at your work on the side of a building. Oh, really? It was print shop. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You did that, right? Mm-hmm. They're the best. Jim was really, really cool. And we did that, I mean, kind of right when full lockdown went down. So he was just kind of brewing beer and, you know, I was painting outside. <laughs> was that not was a big enough side of a building for you? You need a bigger I building? Just, yeah, I want to go big. <laughs> I just want to do, 
I think it's like every time I, I, I just feel like I want to push myself even further. I, I want to be I, I just always want to stay interested and I love feeling like a student at my work. I like learning. So I just feel like I want to like. So you got to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, like, I want to go bigger. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, make me uncomfortable. I want to have fun. I like that. So do you have a storefront? No, no, don't. I don't. Um, but right. I do sell a ton at Rolla and yeah. I worked for the owner for like 11 years. Wow. I started when I was 14. So I have a history there. But So you're from Knoxville. Yeah. Where I'm where nice. did you uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in Mechanicsville, so oh, just nice. right outside downtown. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's a really, I don't know, an underrated part of town, and I feel like it's going to it's gonna blow up, in a, maybe in a bad way. It's going to get a little too, not to use the G word, but it oh, might get, yeah. a little, a, you know, it might get too nice too fast. It kind of already is, and it's funny because growing up there, it wasn't, and we actually, we moved there from Farragut to be closer to college homes and the projects because my dad worked in ministry. Mm. And so it's funny seeing it so nice now because it wasn't like that at right. all growing up. But it's still a magical little pocket Hamlet. of Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> From Farragut to Mechanicsville. Well, I guess Concord. I'm like, yeah. anything west is just west. 279 to too far. No offense to anyone listening. Sorry. No, I grew up out that way too. <laughs> so d- when did you... When did you move to Mechanicsville? How old were you? Oh, I was like one. I don't even okay. remember it. And then I have an older sister. Okay. Yeah. What'd she do? She works at RTG now, kind of What's in that? real estate. I know, I know that. Okay. Yeah. Cherokee Mills. Okay. Yeah. And she yeah. used to work for Knox News. So oh, cool. She's cool. So dad was a dad was in the in the the God racket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dad is an ordained priest minister of nice. one of those but he's he's cool yeah he's, he's, he's a cool, cool one what yeah. uh did was there a denomination involved uh episcopalian and so we kind of hopped around yeah. different churches growing up and he's kind of always been the misfit which i really like because episcopalians always... are the best dude they i are. <laughs> i am a uh, i was confirmed in the episcopal church oh really yeah i went to the ascension growing up Church of the Ascension? Yeah. That's where I went. No way. We probably were like, we were probably there together. That's we pr- funny. We probably were. Yeah. Yeah, I got confirmed on my birthday when I was 13 years, on my 13th birthday. Aw. It was super cool. Yeah. I, I, big fan of the Whiskey Palians. Yeah, the, exactly. And they have good taste, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you yeah. never see in, like, ugly Episcopalian home. It's, like, always cute. That's true. Yeah, and saying. the churches are, like, never too over the top. Like, you, you go into some... Like even the the best biggest Catholic churches in the world, and you know Europe, in Germany, for instance, I've been to a bunch of them there. Yeah, you walk in and you're like, that's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> even like the mega churches too, where yeah. it's like, I'm like, is that a suit of armor in the corner? Exactly. Over there? <laughs> you're like, I'm scared. Jesus is scary all of a sudden. <laughs> big big fan of the Episcopal Church. I think it's my I think it's my favorite one. Yeah, me too. I, th- I think it's a I think it's a cool one. It's good good balance of like tradition, but also kind of not too stodgy. I feel like too. No, and I feel like most of the people are pretty open. Yeah, it's that, not. And really... I think that's what I mean. I, 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 there's still that feel of tradition. You still feel you read the same prayer totally. from yeah from the Book of Common Prayer every every week. Oh, what's that? I, I forgot the comedian. 
But he like he makes fun of how Episcopalians sing because it's so sad. It's like hallelujah. It's like <laughs> it's true. It is it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot his name is. is. <laughs> You're in church, man. You can't be having any fun. I know. It was yeah. like. Mm. <laughs> So Anyways. so your dad um uh moved to um to be a minister in the neighborhood in Mechanicsville or or in Western Heights or in like the Lonsdale yeah. area, all that? So it's funny that College Homes got torn down shortly after What was College Homes? I still don't know what that um I've so heard about it a lot. I think lot. it was a projects area, kind of over off Western. You know where all of the like nicer new kind of project houses that they built like right across from the pilot on Western. Mm-hmm. That used to, I think, all be college homes. Yeah. And then they Those are so nice, man. They are They're nice really now. pretty. They did a good job. They did a really yeah. good job. The ones on university? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So yeah. I think I think I was just so young. Yeah. Um, but he had a ministry called Tribe One and it kind of focused on getting like kids off the streets and I've like, heard of Tribe One. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is it so. still around? No, no, no. And he's in Chattanooga now. Okay, um, kind of doing similar work for a different per- nonprofit, but help getting kids yeah. off the street was what it was about. Yeah, kind of getting young kids out of gangs, and like they had like a screen print shop and like a recording studio mm. and um, just different things. And I mean, I that know. was around up until like ten or twelve years ago, wasn't it? Or was it gone by then? Yeah, it it, it was. I probably I think. Maybe I would have been like early high school okay. when it when it. Kind I of remember down. a buddy of mine did like a fundraiser. I thought it was for Tribe One at like Relics Theater or something like that, and some Probably. of the kids came and played. So I think I think it might have it might have continued for a couple years without him. Afterwards. When your dad was gone, yeah, cool. I think so. But anyways, is he is he still in the game? Is he still still yeah. a minister? So minister, but not a minister of like a church per se. Mm. And he he's in Chattanooga, and he's I think he's now working for a nonprofit called Causeway. Oh, cool. Um, and I I don't think they're actually a religious based at all. And he's he's my little rebel. I love him. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm rebellious like him too. Yeah. yeah, we're always kind of pushing our limits. Did you ever think of going into the game yourself? In into being a um person of the cloth oh no no <laughs> i'm definitely uh, i i am sorry mom and dad i'm not religious <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah i feel like it's dangerous to uh uh to make your kid go to church every day uh or every sunday as a uh when we're kids you might run them off man you know like i don't have any bad memories like i remember even leaving a church because like i think they they said that females weren't allowed at the pulpit, mm. and so like my my parents were like, oh hell no, yeah yeah, you know, and so I, I grew up with that, and I feel really lucky because yeah. I I feel like I got, um, I don't know, I just I just wasn't exposed to, like as much of the like toxic Christian things that yeah. some of my friends were it can go root, like way too far, right? Yeah, especially being a female, yeah, it can it can go way way too far. Yeah, and it feels kind of gradual too. It's like, I don't know. It's like a continuum of of like right up to the edge of culthood. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. the next thing you know, like women aren't allowed to leave the house, and that's just church. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, the uh, the uh, uh, Anglican and the Episcopal Church didn't they split over the whole one, uh, female thing? Like the um, 
like the uh, female priests, female priesthood. They did. Yeah. And then like Anglican still doesn't allow it, but the but the Episcopal Church now That's, has female. Sorry, I'm, I'm rolling my eyes. Uh, you can't see my eyes. <laughs> I know. It's silly. Oh, it's, it's 2021. We, we should. There's just so many things that we shouldn't have to talk about anymore. I'm just like, really? We're going to talk about this? I know. But okay. Yeah. I know. So, but. So, so at 14 years old, you're, you're already working for the. In the oh illustration game, dude, I wanted, I wanted a job so bad. I was so excited. To did, you, work. did you ever think about Chick Fil A? No, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> those people are so happy though. Like, I think I have some friends that have worked there and they loved it. Their pleasure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I remember that was the job. If you wanted a job when you were fourteen, Chick Fil A would hire you. Oh, really? Like, right. Yeah. When I was growing up, like, like the the eighth graders who were a little bit too old to be in eighth mm. grade still. When they would go, they would go get jobs at Chick Fil A. Like they would hire you right out. Of, I mean, yeah. Well, now they can probably own a franchise and make tons of money. Dude, it's Same. a really good like. <clears throat> it's a really good structure that they've got. It's crazy. Like you'll enter a line of like eighty people, and you will be out of there in five minutes. Yeah, there were a bunch of jokes about like, <laughs> let's let the people who do chick-fil-a like administer oh vaccines. i know yeah exactly yeah <laughs> exactly. pandemic will be out of here in no time um oh. i was in there the other day uh at, at a chick-fil-a and this guy was like he kind of didn't know what was going on and he was and he was working there and i was like this is a first for me oh really <laughs> yeah. like get how did he get through yeah Chick-fil-A exactly. university <laughs> So, but, so you started working as like as an artist in your teens, like early teens, or not as an artist? Yeah. So, so Nancy Solomon, who owns Rala, um, which is a gift store in the Old City, she had a consignment clothing consignment boutique where Petros is now, actually on the square. Yeah, what was yeah. it called? Reruns. Reruns. Yeah, good I memory. remember that place. So I was the cursed corner. Oh, of- I know. <laughs> Although Marcus she was Square. there for years, she was, and she and she like. Reruns was open, I think, for like 35 years or something. Wow. I mean, so in like, that same spot? Not in the same spot, but downtown. Yeah. And it was funny. So my mom like brought me in shopping as a baby. So like Nancy had even known me since I was a little That's baby. darling. Yeah. And I, she like, I think I remember like I applied or I wrote her a letter and she turned me down because she was like, you have to be 15. And so yeah. I researched it and sent her my research. Nice. <laughs> and I have this long letter of like, I'll like, I'll clean windows. Like, just, just let me work, please. Why'd you want to work there so bad? Um, I think one, I just really wanted to work and make my own money. I was, mm. well, I think my parents too, they instilled like such an entrepreneurial little yeah. spirit in my sister and I, that I just was so excited to work. And then I just wanted to be around fashion at that point. That was uh, like my obsession. What's your mom so. do? She was, so do you remember, well, you, you're young like me, but do you know Whittle Communications? Yeah, yeah. So it was Knoxville. Yeah, so yeah. she was- I think a creative director. Wow. So she did magazine covers. And then when she got pregnant with my sister and I, she just became a stay at home mom. So that's awesome. Whittle was, um, pretty prolific. And a lot of people that are in the film and television industry now in Knoxville at like executive levels, people that ended up owning their own companies, like North South productions, for instance, a guy that came, two guys that came from Whittle communications. I didn't know that. Yeah, and and you know the scripts f- film division over, um, eventually turned into Discovery and all that. That was yeah. all 
you know, some some people that that worked for Whittle. So Whittle was a big deal. It like, almost feels like a fraternity or sorority at this point. It's I, like everyone loved Whittle. I think it kind of is. Like I, I, they all still keep in touch. I'm pretty sure they do. Charlie Debevoy's uh, was on the podcast. He's the guy that owns North South Productions. One of the one of the two guys that that owns it. And he had a lot of really good stories about Whittle and channel one news and like all the different products that they had over there. And it was a, it was a big deal. Back and when copy and paste was literally copy and paste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. With scissors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and he was talking about how, you know, they brought people to, what did you say? They, they kept Bennett galleries in business because it was a bunch of people from New York. Oh, and really? Big, bigger markets that, you know, they they needed they needed the nice stuff at their house. Not, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, man. so so mom was at Whittle, so she was in the print in the print game. She was in the print game. And, That's cool. She um, you said what kind of an art director? No. Yeah, I think art director. I think yeah. so. She did magazine layout. She was a big shot. That's awesome. She was like, and it was funny. I think those are the people I work for. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> she loved it, and it's funny. Like I, I remember, I started. I mean, from age six, I was like, I'm gonna be an artist when I grow up, and like my mom was always my harshest critic. <laughs> like, really? I'd be like seven, and I'd be like, Mommy, look at my drawing. She'd be like, mm. Really? <laughs> and that was really like, it wasn't bad. And I feel like I've actually learned so much from it. And I think I'm a little bit rare. But yeah, she is a harsh critic. I like that. <laughs> I mean, it's I think about like the dad playing basketball with his kids, just blocking all of his yeah, shots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> yeah, you can't just let him win. Yeah. My wife and I were having a conversation about that the other day about like, what's the right way to like with, with art when your kid shows you artwork? It's like. Yeah. You know, there's schools of thought that are like heaping praise on them is, you know, not necessarily the, the best thing for their growth and development. But some I think Sarah, Sarah was telling me that, you know, there, there's this this idea that it's like, hey, daddy, what do you think of this? And it's like instead of saying I'm proud of you, like, how do you are you proud of that? Do you do you feel do you feel and proud I, of it? I think I, it's like all balance. Like you don't want to like yeah. beat down your kid, like you know, <laughs> to the point where they don't want to ever do art or the thing that they really want to do. Well, your but mom obviously found a good balance if you if you do it for a living. Did. And so I was homeschooled until high school, and it it was just it was magical. Like my childhood was magical because it was like she was so excited to create and be with my sister and I, and mm. we did all sorts of like fun projects and um just i grew up around a lot of creativity is your sister so older or younger older older than you. yeah she's kind of my second mama is she is there a big gap in there <laughs> uh no just three no. years but okay. she definitely thinks she's my mom <laughs> really is she, is she an arts person no not at all she's the total opposite of me she is um gonna take over the world with her bossiness blonde preppy very sweet, sassy. Typical old, can older get, sibling. Yeah, she can get everyone in line. Yeah, Best project manager ever. Really? <laughs> yes. Good. The world needs those kinds of people. Oh, she's the best. Yeah. And sometimes I wish I had a little bit of her in me. Really? Yeah. So, well, creatives need like, I don't know, especially, I mean, you you have your own business, right? And the it's like, I'm sure the best part about it is that you make your own schedule and you're your own boss. And the worst part about it is that you make your own schedule, schedule and you're yeah. your own boss. <laughs> like, there's, there's some, you know, discipline that you have to have. And so it's, 
I don't know. I've always, I've always really admired people who have made, who have, who have built successful businesses out of creative industries or within creative industries, because you do have to have like the left brain, right brain kind of strengths. I think, um, the creativity to do your job and do it well, but then the, the discipline, um, to be able to do it professionally and get your ass out of bed in the morning and say no <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what i've been practicing really I've been practicing how to say no that's awesome i'm glad just, that like you're to that point where <laughs> it's yeah like, and not not that i'm like rolling a nose or want to roll a nose but like learning i guess i mean like learning how to stick up for yourself yeah you know well everybody wants stuff for free when you start out yeah and then you, you kind of get in that oh yeah i'll do your album cover <laughs> oh, oh yeah your, yeah, your podcast artwork, I'll do that for you. Or, exactly. Or whatever. And, exactly. And, and I tend to dabble too. I love to, I mean, I kind of sound similar to you where it's just like, I, I don't like being contained to like one type of thing. Right. Yeah. It's fun. So. Well, yeah, I think, I, th- I think the fact that you want to go bigger and go on buildings. You yeah. Know what watch I mean? me like, I probably just jinxed myself by saying that. <laughs> You'll be doing postage stamps. <laughs> exactly. <the> <laughs> yeah. Just miniature things. <laughs> that could, that's, I mean, that's cool too. But I'm open. I really, I, I try to not, I, I, I always do my goal setting this time of the year for like the next year. And I, I try to not be too narrow in like what I'm looking for like job wise or what my business is going to do because it's like i don't know i feel like sometimes if you're too narrow then you might shut yourself out of something really cool yeah you know yeah it's um i forget the quote that i read but it was like you know set your goals so high that even if you fail your failures will be greater than most other people's achievements (laughs) oh i love that who who said that if you don't remember, I'll ask later. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's I, a that's a cool quote. I like that. Yeah, it was it was somebody pretty. It was somebody. It, it was somebody you'd know. Yeah. No, I like that. Sorry, I put you on the spot. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I'm Tell I, me that I, no, I was just name now. <laughs> I was just thinking of like how <laughs> the like uh, the white girl version of that is like oh, shoot no. for the stars because even if you miss, you land on oh, the moon. God. Or whatever. You know. <gasps> Not all who wander are lost. Yeah, that yeah, that's what that's <laughs> what I was thinking. It's the same idea. Yeah. Yeah, but it's better if you put like, you know, Ralph Waldo Emerson after it or something <laughs> like that. I kind of feel sorry for those dudes that like had really good quotes. They got bastardized. And some, yeah, and then someone put it on their Jeep like yeah. <laughs> wheel cover and, and it's now disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> next next to the salt life sticker. Oh God, yeah, especially here. <laughs> you're landlocked, baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're, you're six hours from the beach at best. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so oh, you're man. working at reruns, oh, and yeah. fashion is your thing. Oh yeah, I thought I was going to be a fashion designer at some point. First of all, LOL. Really? <laughs> you should have seen some of my outfits in like high school. I was. A mess. Yeah. <laughs> a mess. Just like a, a, a mosaic of uh, I was wild. Of different styles. Oh, I gave no you know what's and like I I I just like I, I think it was like I was homeschooled and I just wasn't really into boys and so I just didn't really care what anyone thought. And so I just wore the craziest outfits and I thought I was gonna be in fashion design and um just you know, through college I 
found out that no drawing is what I want to do. Well, so, so if, okay. First off homeschooling. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Do you yeah. like, no, no, no. It's okay. No, I have, a, <laughs> I have a question about it. I'm, I've got this train of thought. Like, did you go to a place or did you just do it at home with your mom? Because I'm, I'm just thinking of my fashion and like my fashion as a teenager was defined as like what I wore to school. And, oh, if, and if you're oh. not leaving the house, then like what, you know, so wh- where are we going? I homeschooled until high school and yeah. then I went to Fulton High School. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Sorry. That cool. was an important little caveat that I did okay. not so, say in order. <laughs> so that was when, so, so high school is when, is when this, uh, is, is when your avant-garde fashion yeah, bring, Oh, my gosh. My mom would cringe so hard as really? I was like, she's like, okay, honey. I support you. <laughs> oh, no. There was no I support. Oh, really? Well, I mean, <laughs> her and my sister would definitely be like, ah. <laughs> what were you going for? Like, what were your, what was your, what was your look, if you had to describe it? I, w- I want to hear, like. I just like, loved, like, um, do you know the Sartorialist blog? No. I, I looked at that man's blog every single day and he he took photos of people in New York and like mm. just wild fashion like big glasses or like giant sleeves or like just making yourself an art piece and I like it. I loved that. I thought yeah. it was so exciting. Got it. Which is funny because I'm sitting here right now in yoga pants. <laughs> Athleisure. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I at least wanted some bell but, bottoms. Yeah, I'm but, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, so did uh, so this was going to be your path? Then you think is um, is fashion? That's kind of what excited you and how you were going to how you were going to express this artistic side yeah. of what you had going on. I never really had a plan. I just knew that I wanted to do art, and to be honest. I don't think like I don't think I ever thought that I was actually going to make a living doing what I loved. And I don't mean that in a sad way. I just felt like I would either have to move. I, I definitely didn't ever think it was gonna happen in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, I I don't know. I think I, I just always thought that I would be working retail or some sort of small job and then doing something that I love on the other side. Mm. And then I found out that I love business. I love business. Did you so learn much. that when you bullied your way into your first job? Yes, or, uh, I think so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can. I'm a convincer. <laughs> Strong-willed too. Um, and you're in yeah. high. You're in. So, where did you work through high school? And did you work there at the, at the yeah, clothing so store? Yeah. So I worked at reruns until it closed. And, and then, then she opened Rolla. And then she opened Rolla. And there was Ooh. a while where she had both. And so I worked kind of at both. Yeah, because Rolla was next door mm-hmm. to reruns on, yeah. next to Coffee and Chocolate on Union Avenue. Yeah. Is that right? Union Avenue. Yeah. It was really fun, and I was sad to see reruns go, but it was it had a good long yeah haul. So. So when did you when did you start illustrating and drawing and all that? I guess you've been doing it since you were a kid, like the rest of us, but <laughs> most of us quit at some point. You, um, made, you made a career out of I, it. I think I was always drawing. Yeah. Always. And I would have, like, my mom would always make fun because I would, I'm making my mom sound mean. I, no, my you're mom not is at all. not mean, okay? She sounds <laughs> <Sorry>. awesome. <laughs> um, no, I just, she would always laugh because I would have these things that she'd call drawing fits. Where it's like I would be in public and all of a sudden I would just need to draw so bad. And so she'd like scramble to find me pen and paper and I'd just be the weird kid sitting on the ground drawing. <laughs> I love that. That's but, I, I see my kid doing that every now and then. I'm like, I, I wish I could 
I wish I could sit down and focus on something like mm-hmm. like she does in the middle of all this activity. You'll just see her sitting on the floor. I know. And now we're like, I'm like, I got my AirPods in trying to drown yeah. out all the noise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I'm trying to keep from getting distracted. Exactly. So but. what was your first paying gig? Do you remember? First time you got paid for a piece of art? Okay, thinking back. Somebody um, at Fulton High School pay you to do something? I think my first one would be a show at Rolla, actually. Really? Yeah, I had a little show of paintings, um, of little watercolor paintings, and it like pretty much sold out too, which was like wild. <laughs> and it was, it, I remember it being so exciting to have people that didn't even know, of course, like my mom and, you know, like my aunt or whatever, you know, bought them. But it was it was so encouraging, like have someone just walk off the streets and buy one of my pieces. A, a, a stranger? Yeah. Yeah. You so know, cool. that's I mean, that's always the coolest for anyone was when like it's not your it's not your mama buying it, you know. <laughs> did did uh, how many of them did you have at that show? Was it a first Friday or something like mm-hmm. that? Was it? Um, I want to say I I had probably twenty twenty five little pieces. Wow. I mean, and you're a teenager. They're probably at this point. like pretty cheap. Yeah, they're. I was like in high school. Yeah. Um, and how it, big were they? I had a few that were like this, and then most of them were kind of in this ish so range. Like a f- uh, oh, a sorry, square, a square foot. Yeah, we're talking. Sorry, I can't see. <laughs> yes, a square foot. Like, yeah, twelve by twelve or so, twelve inches by eighteen or something like that. Yeah, maybe. no, it was it was super fun. I I I loved painting those. It was really fun, and I, I love. Um, they just were like super feminine little fashion drawings, but yeah. You definitely have have a style that once I re- once I recognized it, um, I started seeing it everywhere. Do you know about um, frequency illusion? No. Have you heard about that? No, tell me. The, or the the uh, bo- the what what's it called? Botter Meinhof phenomenon. It's like after you after you recognize something for the first time, or after you after you see something for the first time, and like air quotes witness it or register it. Okay. You see it with a disproportionate amount of frequency after that. Oh, okay. So I didn't know the word for that, but yes, frequency it's kind of like you get a car and all of a sudden you see your car everywhere. Yeah. You're yes. like, oh, there's a CRV. Yes. Oh, there's exactly. a CRV. Oh my gosh. They're all over the place. Yes. Yeah. Frequency exactly. illusion. That's okay. your work for me. Oh. So like it was, and it was at print shop and I was, I was, I was with, with Curtis Glover and I was, and I was sitting there and his back was to me and there was a mural behind him and you know, I, I, uh, I, I noticed that it was a mural. And I was like, I like that. And then I looked, I, saw, I think your name was on it. Maybe yes, somewhere it is. it is. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, you know, of course I couldn't help but give Curtis a hard time. I'm like, man, the nice if you could have done this. Paris <laughs> did a pretty good job, buddy. <laughs> I have to say though, when I was doing that, he, he reached out and was like, uh, you know, I went and saw it. It looks good. And like it, it, I'm, Curtis, if you're listening to this, it made my day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, you know, he's the big muralist in town. Him and Megan run this, you know, city yeah. with murals, and it's been really encouraging to have other muralists in the same town see it as you know all loaves and fishes, and not you know cutthroat. Yeah, because there's so many, there's so much wall space in this city mm-hmm. that needs some good art on it. So, big advocate, big advocate of public art. I I love it. I think oh, it needs yeah. to be everywhere, but it needs to be good too. Mm, yeah, you know, no no more angel wings. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I went to uh No more angel wings. If <laughs> I if someone asked me to do angel wings, I'm gonna be like, mm-mm. <laughs> I'd 
I feel like the moment I started doing murals, that's when everyone, and then maybe it's just because people, it's like trendy and people want something to interact with. But I mean, honestly, ask Curtis that question. I bet I he'll do the same. You did you? No. I was, we were talking about doing this. Um, well, first, I mean, it, Pop Fizz was going to move downtown right before the Oh, pan- wait, did you ask him to do Angel Wings? Okay. No, I did not. <laughs> Guys, I was sweating. <laughs> You you don't you don't have a salt live sticker on your yeah car, do you? I know okay. yeah <laughs> I was worried about that too. Uh, we were going to move downtown and we were going to move our our shop down there and we were going to um, put a mural on the side of the space that we were doing and okay. so I engaged Curtis. That's actually how I met him. Was to talk to him about putting a mural on the side of our building that we never moved it, moved into. And uh, I was talking to him about how we wanted it to be something that you know serves the public. It looks good, lo- uh, you know an asset to, to the city's, you know, eyeballs that they yes. see it all the time, <laughs> but also something that was interactive and people would want to take their picture in front of. And yeah. And, oh no. What did he say? I'm so interested. I'm not doing any fucking angel wings. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's him. like, no dude, yep. I want yep. angel wings. <laughs> yeah. I, promise. I promise I don't want to do it. Because it's like, it's the question. Of yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the moment I, I realized, I was like, you're right. That is so played out. Oh my God. It's everywhere. Yeah. I was at, uh, I, was, <laughs> I was at Dollywood. I took my kids to Dollywood last weekend. Aww, oh, I love is, Dollywood. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't been since I was a kid. But I saw a dad standing in front of some butterfly wings. Oh God! <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" I wanted a picture of the whole scene just to to, to share it with people. <laughs> like it's Curtis, just... who love the angel wings. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just so overdone, and also it's it's almost a little offensive if you're an artist. I, I mean, I never, I'm not like offended by it, but I feel like people don't realize that when you hire a muralist, you're hiring them for their style. You're not hiring yeah. like a contractor. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you work in a design industry, so you probably. <clears throat> yeah. I, and I've been on both sides of it and I've had yeah. a, I've had a, I've had a, a run, a, a, I've had run-ins with designers before. Um, like when I was branding my company that I owned before I started working at Pop Fizz, um, you know, I I didn't want to offend the person I was working with, yeah. By like saying, you know, I like I like this, and I, but first off, you don't want to tell anybody that their work doesn't resonate with you. Like that's hard to say, oh. you know. But saying like I, you know, I like this part of this and and this part of this, and and I, at some point, I felt like I was curating their art you know for myself and I was like that's not a good feeling I wouldn't want somebody you know doing that to me like saying put this part with this so let's put blend these together and I feel like if you're aware of it then you're probably not doing it do you know what I really? mean yeah I don't yeah. I don't think so okay. and I, I think like also like a, another fear of mine is I don't I don't like when people come to me and they're just like create create and like yeah. you you would think that yeah. that would be a dream I, but then it's exactly. like, oh, it's not. It's scary. It's yeah. I, I imagine it's like a writer sitting there looking at like a blinking cursor on their computer, just like there's nothing. Like yeah, uh, just like and an then empty you throw page. something and they're like, oh, well, not that. And yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I had this in mind. Well, why didn't you tell me what was on your mind? I'm a big uh, advocate of parameters and guidelines 
are a catalyst for creativity. Totally. You know? Totally. And I think that's why I love commission work is I love it's it's such a great opportunity because like when people are paying you to do something, they're going to tell you when they don't like something. Mm. And it's almost like the most honest feedback. Yeah. And I think it it pushes sometimes in the wrong direction, but a lot of times it's great. Yeah. Well, because you do at some point, if if you do client work or in your case, I guess, commission work long enough, you, you get, you get to a point with some, some people where it's like, you know, you hired me to do this. (laughs) Like, like I I promise I like, I, I promise I have your best interest in mind. Like this is, like you're you're you might be leading leading us to leading our ducks to a bad pond here yeah. with you with your ideas oh my gosh like, do uh, you follow def- the design humor instagram page no okay i'll send it to you after great memes yeah about all of that stuff. about yeah. death by client yes pretty yeah. much yeah <laughs> <laughs> happens happens yeah. a lot but a lot of times like a lot of times it doesn't a lot of times i'll work with um i'll work with clients and and I'll make something that I think is right and that I think is emotional and evocative and and good. Yeah. And then they will touch it and it might get worse for a second, but by the end of it, like we actually landed on something that was probably better than what, you know, I thought at first, at least for them. Yeah. Better for them, better for they want for what they wanted to say. And I think that's a win ultimately because Totally. I've also I I also think there's a and our businesses are different, but kind of the same in in a way yeah. that we're that we're making visual art for for people. Yeah. And you know, uh, but but ours, um, with motion picture stuff, like it it has a lot of utility for a lot of people, and it's expensive. And and so I I think I think people get scared sometimes when they have hired you to create something and then they start to realize that it's different than what they had in their head mm. and they and they and they start to walk it back or be way too engaged and way too hands-on and 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 kill something and but we're in business to make money and if they're happy at the end of the day even if they took something that was great and made it good like if it worked for them so and they were happy with it, it go? then that's great. Yeah. Like that's a success and that's a win. And that's like, that's where like back to the arts and business thing comes in. Like you have to let the business side prevail at some point Yeah, and be like, no, I made something for this person that they really enjoy and it's exactly what they want. And it's not exactly how I would have done it, but it's good for them. And that's a win. That totally. means that I'd serve, that I served this person. Yeah. Or this entity or whatever it is. And I think that's, I think that's okay. Yeah. No, no, I, I 100% agree. <laughs> I think too, it's like, if you, like my biggest mistakes early on was like, not, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. I just was like, I was a painting and drawing major and I, you know, I took on custom jobs here and there. And I think my biggest mistake was like not having any sort of process mm. or like steps that I followed or like giving the client any sort of like, this is how this happens. Like, oh my gosh, I remember like the heart, I learned the hard way of like paying per proof, like after a certain number of proofs, because it's like when you're first starting yeah. out, people will, oh my God, I had one client and I think she did like 12 proofs and I, she was the one that I was like, yeah. 
we now have proofs. <laughs> yeah, revision cycles. Revi- yeah, revision <laughs> limits. Yeah. Um, but also, like you know, I-, I feel like running a business is just like always a pride gulp, where it's like, well, I should have had some sort of process up front. You yeah. know, like I- you're always learning. I've also seen a lot of people lose business over being too stingy. Mm. You know, because at some point. At some point, it is about the experience that somebody has dealing with you, too. And so to be totally and to be this like to be this hard headed, um, this hard headed artist is like, no, this is right. This is what you're getting. Like, they're not going to come back. They're not. They're just not. Yeah. And. Honestly, you probably shouldn't be working with people if you're like, that's just me. I've <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, especially like, I mean, the film industry was like that, like these hotshot directors and oh. you know what I mean? People who are my way or the highway and this is right and screw everybody else. And, you know, I don't like that do. attitude because the thing no, is, but it was like, so prevalent in film and TV. And really? The, yeah. For a long time. Yeah. I just like, I just think it's icky. And I, all I think is that those people are stopping themselves from being better too Mm. because like those people in their mind they don't have anything to learn yeah do you know what i mean it's an ego thing yeah it has to be a a, you know to think that you have to have your your thumbprint on something has to be the biggest one you know best yeah that's icky i don't like that i don't either and i think that i'm seeing it like phase out with in our business like People who think oh, that way don't work anymore. Because I think we're not not that there's not room, but I think everyone's replaceable. Yeah, you know, it seems I think like it. there's tons of illustrators. It's it's easier it's easier and easier to like break into an art and design industry job yeah. than than it's ever been. You know, it's like you can hop on Skillshare and learn animation. Yeah. You know? I mean there is like some limits with like what kind of technology you have. Um but, but that's that's the that's the barrier that's lower than ever. Oh yeah. (laughs) So everything's kind of attainable. It seems like when I just started digital illustration in like 2020, I was all pen and ink, Mm. like straight up. Like, I don't know. It's just, so what do you, so did, did you put it on paper first and then put it into Adobe illustrator or something like that? (laughs) Yeah. No, not even illustrate. I just learned like illustrator over the summer a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was, I, I almost cried because it was like, it felt like such an achievement to be able to open something and not be scared of it because I have no, I have no training in any of that. Right. It's all, it's all been about your hand, right? And, yeah. And a, and a pen well, and yeah. not, and not dragging a mouse or a stylus around or the tactile nature of it, I'm sure is different. And it's a different set of tools to create with. Yeah. And it's, it's scary. And then it's like, once I, because I taught myself Photoshop and that's what I used a lot. Like I'd scan in my drawings and then bitmap them and clean them up and do this big, long, process and um i don't know it's it's been really fun to switch to digital and also i don't i don't think i could churn stuff out if i hadn't switched to digital really no no because i i just went full-time in february really yeah so i i don't it just would take too much time so you found some efficiency it's easier to click and drag and change color Yeah, then start over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you alluded to your, you, you actually majored in this in college. Did you go to UT? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I went to UT because I got a full scholarship and I was like, uh-huh. I'm not How'd you about. Do that? So there's this weird scholarship with, um, with if you go to Fulton High School and you graduate. And I mean, your parents can't be super rich. 
But if you get into UT, you get a full ride. I actually pretty much got paid to go to UT. Really? And so I was like, you know, they have a good art department. Why on earth would I take out student loans to go to art school? You know, especially undergrad. Like if you're going to pay for a fancy art school, grad school is like where to do it. You know, not undergrad. Right. Um, And so I went to UT. It was great. Um, I'm, I'm glad I did painting and drawing over like graphic design because I think it, it gave me some time to like, just be more creative, you know? And I think I can, I I slowly learned the skills that I needed, you know? Yeah. Were Um, your parents scared when you said you were going to be an artist for a living? No, No. they weren't. That's why like. Your mom knew what was up, didn't she? She knew you could do it. She knew there was like, she got it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I remember when I was six, she, she had me draw all the presidents sick or six six oh six years old and she made me draw and she like turned that was the first time where she turned into like full-on helicopter mom really and i remember yeah she, she I, made like, you draw all of them yeah and she entered in the i got first place though at the fair so uh, really yeah probably right next to the chickens <laughs> it's probably some... a goat right next yeah. to my drawing yeah <laughs> a prize hall yeah exactly <laughs> so like portraits of all the presidents yeah. I mean, you deserve a... They're uh, really funny. Bill Clinton has, like, big wrinkles in his forehead. And yeah. George Bush's head is tiny. Aww. It's just funny. Big red nose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you. I feel like you should win just on effort for that. I mean, that's 40-something oh, presidents. She was like, you're finishing this. Because yeah. I think she, she saw that I had potential, and she was like, you are finishing this. And she wasn't How a helicopter How long did it take? Mom. A year? I mean, one no, a week. No, it was probably like, and I'm sure like towards the end, I was just like drawing bubbles. I'm like, let's get this over with. <laughs> just caricatures. Yeah, exactly. But it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> but yeah. So so they were they were supportive then of you doing the art thing? as Always. Really? So my dad's very artistic too. And um, he's a writer and he loves poetry and music. And so, I mean, both of them, I, I you know, they met at Whittle. Um, they're divorced now, but they met at Whittle and, um, you know, that they, they saw people making money with art. It just wasn't a thing. Yeah. What was dad doing at Whittle? Don't know. I actually don't know what, I know he was lower than my mom. Gotcha. Yeah. So I don't, I don't remember what he was doing. But... Coffee runner it is. is yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he was just my mom's peon. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. So did you go to grad school or no? No. So finish, God, no. finish. Yeah. It sounds, Don't send like, me to grad school. Yeah, yeah I won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like uh, it's pretty efficient then. You went to, you got a four-year undergrad degree. And then how yeah. long did it take you to get, you know, get on the streets and start working? Or did you, did you do um, work in other fields? No. So I just, I stayed on at Rolla. Um, and then I did. It's funny, like at UT, like you didn't have to do internships, but I just kind of took upon in my, took it upon myself to do kind of a different internship each year. So like I interned at Mark Nelson Denim, and nice. then I interned at the Happy Envelope, and the Happy Envelope oh, yeah. was where it was like really solidified that like I loved that world, mm. and they were so they were so good to me, and they taught me so much. Is that when they were on Union Avenue? Um, in the daylight was, building? That was like their middle, it was the Jackson, West Jackson Avenue mm. um, location. Kind of near Sweet Peas Barbecue. Yeah, yeah. And then I think they moved because they redid the viaduct. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, that was cool. Like Nathana was there, and um, Nathana was there. I didn't know that. Yeah, and um, and then uh, Justin Helton, Status Serograph. Yes, which his stuff is he's, badass. He's cool. I think he's just up the way now, isn't he? I don't know. Yeah, I, think I haven't he seen is. him. I need to call him. I need to get him in that chair over here. I've been you, you do wearing he's him cool. out for yeah. a year over it. He he had some he had some kids this time last year and couldn't couldn't uh, do it. That yeah, makes when sense. We had one. Yeah. 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 But I, when I think of people that are making art around that, I notice he's he. You and him are are right there at the at the top of when I see it. I'm like, oh yeah, I know exactly he's, who yeah, did that. Yeah, he definitely has a very particular style. I yeah, like I sat down cool. with him one time at his shop for like an hour, and he was like, do you know do you know how I do this? And I was like, no, I don't. He was like, you, and I mean, he builds everything in Illustrator. I'm pretty sure, but he was talking about where he gets all his different elements. Oh, I bet that was fascinating. It was because I know he does like gold foil and yeah. just all sorts of interesting things. Yeah, and it was cool to it was cool to hear like like the behind the artist's brain of like, oh, this is this is like you're telling me how you sharpen His your math tools. equation. Yeah, yeah, it was super cool. <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So yeah, so when you say that you went that you didn't go full time until February. Yeah. So so were you at Rolla up until then? Yeah, so I graduated Dang. school in 2017, started my business while I was in school. Um, and I just, so it all started with one map of Knoxville that I did. Um, and it was- All the neighborhoods? Yeah, so it kind of stemmed off, it, this one's embarrassing in my really? opinion. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you later. It's, I want to see it. It's, it's my first map and I'm like, ooh. But, um, so it was like the first thing that, I, you know, I sold at Rolla. It was this map of Knoxville, or I guess like first print that I sold at Rolla. And I did it because um, maps were so popular on wedding invitations at the Happy Envelope. And mm. I think it still kind of is like, you know, like, you know, this is where the ceremony is. This, so yeah. I was like, I'll just try it with Knoxville. And I became so obsessed. And I love, I love all of the local business in Knoxville. So I really wanted to do areas that celebrated all of like the little nooks and crannies of Knoxville. So that's super cool. I, I, I love like, I'm thinking back of all of like how you said you wanted to do murals. And I think about like people who are into that seem to know like every little alleyway and every oh. single <laughs> building, like, like little neighborhood nerds of like, every, oh, yeah. like, Oh, that building over there went, yeah. Did that one sell yet? Cause I'm about, I'm trying to get a mural. We're that. secretly like little real estate people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but, Zillow, but, yeah. <laughs> but the map thing makes a lot of sense too. And all the little, you know, these little special pockets of town that evoke something in people. My dad has one on the wall at their loft and like all of their, um, all of their art in their loft is, um, do you know Mark English? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is that like all their stuff is 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 mostly his stuff? But then they have like they have this map uh, of of Knoxville um, that sounds like it's pretty similar to what you were talking about. Oh, I, cool. I'm gonna have I'll take a picture of it and yeah, I'll I'll send it. it to you. And it it's it's cool. It's super cool. It doesn't fit it at all with the other work that's that's no, in their loft, but it's super cool. It's um, it's you know, it, is it illustrated? Yes. Okay. It is. Um, but it's, it's funny how like, even, even though they're, they're big on like having this like stylistic look to decorating their, their loft, like they still have, they want this little I love, piece They're like, of, this one is the winner. Yeah. Yes. Of like, this is our town. This is the thing that we're proud of and, and, oh, and happy that. and happy for. Did it's they really, grow up in Knoxville? Or are they from Knoxville? 
Uh, my dad grew up in Oak Ridge. My mom oh, is, yeah. counts. That counts. Yeah. His parents moved down here to work at ORNL and TVA. Oh, yeah. okay. Grandma worked on the bomb. Well, oh, whoa. Yeah. Dang. Um, and uh, my mom, my mom went to Holston Hills, Holston High School. Holston, okay. Holston High. I feel like especially like, you know, uh, our generation too, but it's like, Knoxville has grown so much so there's like a sense of pride of like yeah. seeing like like downtown like yeah. become downtown because Absolutely. it was like a ghost town for forever. Yeah. And and I think the map that my that my parents have is that is like a an older map. It's like, "Oh, there's the JC Penny mm. and, you know. I think it even has the Market House building where Market Square is." So I I did an illustration of that because um or like a probably like a year ago. So I had no idea. I had no idea that there was an entire building on Market Square. Like yeah. I had no idea. The whole thing. And I was like, oh, I became obsessed and I was researching. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. And then I was like, oh, that's what that bell is. <laughs> For years that I've been seeing. <laughs> yeah. With the with the with, sign that yeah. explains exactly yeah. what was here. I'm not a plaque reader if you haven't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that plaque you worked right next yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. For, for I don't years. I don't do that. <laughs> Well, you, do you know about the underground on the hundred block? Yes, it's like that's pretty wild. cool. Have you been down there? No, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Have you? Yeah, but I had an office down there in the underground. Yeah, what? under Dewhurst Properties, they finished. Uh, they finished some space down there, and oh um, dang. So, see, so it would have been right next to like where Knox Mason used to be. I guess it's a yeah. Naba now. Okay. Um, you would start there. De- one floor below street level is where my office was. And then you could walk out all the way. Were you kind of like in that residential patio area in the back? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you That's had like exactly a window right. or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I had a window in there. Um, but you could walk all the way out to like the viaduct to the parking lot under really? the viaduct all the way through there. And there were, there were, uh, they had finished everything on the, on the bottom floor. That's crazy. I guess that's really crazy. What happened? They like they <laughs> they wanted to build a bridge to go over the train track or a viaduct to go over the train tracks, uh, and so instead of cars going down from Summit Hill and all the way back up, a oh, they oh. just they jacked Gay Street up an entire floor. Oh. So like all those, so what used to be your storefront on street level was now I don't think a I ever story knew un- why underground. they did it. That makes yeah, sense. to meet the viaduct. Interesting. Yeah. That's like that's kind of intense. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I live in the Emporium Building, so it's like you can always oh. when I'm like walking in, I can see the the line. Oh yeah, I don't know it's it's you like can walk in the like, metal bridge where all the senior portraits get taken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's always cute. I'm like, yeah, get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love I love when I see those people hanging out downtown. Like, mom's got the reflector. Yes. And like, <laughs> mom's got the the four outfits. Yeah, the four, the four <laughs> exactly. outfits. That's what it is. Yeah, you can see, in the important building. You can like see down if you walk if you're walking in the front can't you look down a Mm. floor and kind of see things like you can see yeah Yeah. if you're an axe murderer please don't find me thank you (laughs) (laughs) cool (laughs) yeah um okay where are we at um you're you're working for the happy envelope now uh interning you're you're interning interning. you didn't work work there no so you you were in college still Yeah. yeah i just did an internship and um Things started, and then I, I worked pretty much full time, like as a manager at Rollo when I got out of school. Gotcha. Yeah, and then COVID kicked in, and kind of 
lit a fire under my butt and gave me the opportunity to actually go full time. So. Good. Well, I mean, I, I guess that coincides like with when I kind of became aware of your stuff. And after I saw it, it was the it was the print shop mural. Cool. I was like, I've seen her stuff all over the place, and I knew your name too. I don't know why I knew your name. Um, we have a lot of connections, do so we? it might be one of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think it's um, I think it's cool that you have this this look and this and this style that you know is is yours and is um, uniquely yours, and you're gonna hang on to it and it becomes kind of a visual voice for our city a little bit too, I think. To... Oh, that's really kind. Thanks. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean it because it's like, I don't know. I, I look at like, do you know John Phillips, uh, the, the knife maker? Oh yeah. Forged. Phillips forged. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well like his, his knives over the last couple years have won like the industry trade show, the Domestiel mm -hmm. industry trade show, best in show. And like, um, it, it kind of, it kind of, it kind of broke my heart this year because I looked at, at his, at his competition and like all of his competition is starting to look like his knives. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, because, dang. because he's been kicking ass in this. Oh. <laughs> And, All of a sudden, everyone's looking at him. Everybody's trying to make knives oh, that look like his. Dang. And I'm like, man, that's got to be such a that's got to be such a bummer to like rise above, you know, everybody else's work. But I it. guess that's part of being a tastemaker. So. It is. It's kind of like, I mean, do you know? Do you know rifle paper? Um, you definitely. I'm. I'm sure. It's kind of like a a big, very feminine illustration. Okay. She kind of Anna Bond came out on the scene and like crushed yeah and um oh god i don't even know it's just it's just funny because it's like then everyone was copying her and like i i think about her so much because i'm like it must be scary like when you get to a place where you're so well known for this one thing that you're not you're almost not allowed to deviate from that mm. You yeah, know, yeah. at all the the marketplace won't let you exactly. Like that's almost that's almost sad as a creative person. Which I'm sure she's not sad. I'm sure she's sitting in her million dollar home, perfectly happy. Yeah, sure. But um, I, I don't know that. Well, it's funny because like um, the when I did print shop, I it that piece was like very different for me. Up until then, I was definitely map girl. And I was like, I really, really don't want to just be known for maps. Like really? I'm getting, you know, I, I love doing them. They serve their purpose. They kind of got me to where I needed to. And I still do them and have fun. But it's like I so desperately didn't want to be map girl for the rest of my life. And yeah. so it's I'm, fun to be able to deviate change. Yeah. yeah, I saw I think I was I don't know if it was because Instagram knew that I was in the Smokies this weekend. Mm. But uh, I, I saw, did, did you do a map of the Gatlinburg area and the Smoky Mountains and I Townsend and all that? I did for the Great Smoky Mountain Association. How awesome is that? Which that was fun. And like we got to do full color and they were so great to work with. And Did, did they yeah. sell it or was it just a piece for them? Did they so print them and sell they haven't it? installed it yet, but it's going to mm. be a vinyl mural in their office. Nice. Yeah, That's super yeah. cool. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Would you rather do a vinyl mural or would you rather get up there and paint the thing yourself? Like I'm mm. thinking of, you know, the Langley building, the Langley garage next behind the daylight building. 
on uh, yeah that big mural yeah. or the yeah uh, oh wait are you talking about you're the talking about the one garage. where they have the like vinyl thingies yeah. hanging up okay yeah. yeah how badass would that have been to paint that you know you know what's sad is like i heard when they were like before they did that, I heard that they were thinking about making it into a rock climbing wall. Which would have been awesome. I know. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why did you all not do that? Right. <laughs> you heard that too? Yes. Yeah. I live, well, I lived in the daylight building on the backside of the daylight oh, building cool. where that little courtyard yeah. is. I lived right there. And uh, when they were building that garage, I mean, dude, it was so loud. Oh my gosh, I bet. They drove I-beams into the ground with that hammer oh, for months. And just <laughs> and they got started early too. And you could just hear like, boom. I mean, it was like Mary Poppins. Like oh, stuff was no. shaking on my wall <laughs> and having to hold the cupboard in. Oh my now, God. Uh, and and it, it took them a while to get all those steel I-beams in. And when they built that thing, I remember we were standing there, standing outside one night. We're like, be a pretty sweet rock wall right there. Pretty I know, sweet rock wall. I know, but- <laughs> Whatever. I'm yeah. sure it's like a big safety thing too or something. <laughs> I mean, other cities have it. I mean, Chattanooga has a, a rock a, a rock gym. This is true. This you know, is very true. It's not true. on public property. You know, This is very true. Dick's House of Sport has a big rock wall. Uh, Asheville, North Carolina on Wall Street that or the Flatiron, you know, in Asheville, the Oh yeah, uh, you're the, right. That little they've got an outdoor one right there across okay. from Laughing Seed, the Like where's vegetarian. our rock wall? Where's my <laughs> rock wall, guys? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a cool wall. real real mural i like the vinyl what? but it would be cool if it was an actual yeah that's what mural. yeah that's what i i think the the, the painted murals are a little bit well, especially more appealing because like the great smoky mountains one it's it's gonna like we could fit it in the space that we're in right now right it's, it's not gonna small. be huge but like i feel like when you're going that big why not paint it you know it's, sure i mean honestly it's I, I mean, I don't know what the cost of that vinyl was, but it's probably similar cost once you get that big with the vinyl. I don't know. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, like, it can't why be just... cheap to print that stuff and no. install it. And it doesn't look like it's in pieces either. It looks no, it looks like, like one... one big piece. I know. <laughs> you can cover up a football field with it. You really yeah. could. It's huge. Yeah. But all right. So, what projects do we have? recently but like in the in the recent history that that we would uh that we would notice or see yeah other than print shop yeah so i just finished up a mural um that was commissioned by dogwood arts in the artist alley or i guess it's called strong, strong, alley. strong yeah. alley yeah cool um so i did that uh kub finally allowed murals on their buildings mm. so there's you'll see probably more popping up too um, Sarah Moore just did one as well. And so, and that's on the Miller's that. building. Yeah. Okay. Miller's building. Um, I know I say, when I say KUB building, people are like, what? Miller's building. Yeah. Um, I knew what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was super fun. I got to paint over a lot of pipes and do a lot of <laughs> challenge. Yeah. <laughs> High degree of difficulty. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a very interesting alley to install in. Were you, are you on street level? Cause I noticed they have some up high too. They're all on street level. They have okay. they have murals up high. It might not be the Miller's building. It might be farther down towards oh, um, you're talking about Union that Avenue. Big old mural. The faces. Yes, that yeah. one's huge. No. Enormous. Mine is tiny. Mine's okay. a little grain of salt compared to that. Okay, but it is it's pretty big. It's one of the bigger ones in that alleyway, though. Um, and it was fun. I had a lot of fun. Dogwood Arts was cool, and um, yeah, it was fun. 
Did you ever do any of the chalk walks or anything like that? I did last year and yeah. boy, it kind of kicked my butt. Like, really? I didn't realize my age until I got down on my knees <laughs> and was drawing hunched over. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, <laughs> I'm not 22. <laughs> did you, did you get the, did you get the knee pads? Like you were laying tile? I did get a little pad. To okay. like, yeah. Because I was like, I already knew that I was not going to survive without that. Some of those people, like, I feel like, well, my my work is obviously not realistic, but some of the people that are into realism oh, with those. Oh, man, like shading and all that. Holy crap. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's outrageous. It's like it's like you see those things that you, people, like, p- paint a manhole cover and you think you're going to fall through it if you, yeah, you know, exactly. it's like 3D art. Oh, my God. My favorite, sorry, just tiny little story. When I was doing it, I had this, these two little girls that, like, came and watched me with their grandfather, and they're so cute. And one of them, she, like, saw my sketch, and she saw me drawing, and she, like, came up to me super polite and was like, I just want you to know this is a little off. Nice. <laughs> and like pointed to the drawing, and I was like, "You." It was so sweet and kind. <laughs> she was just helping me out. Yeah, it was future really client, yeah. right there. Should be running the show. I in loved no it. Time. I was like, "That's precious." Yeah. Um, what's in this bag? You brought me some. Oh yeah, I brought stuff. you two ornaments. Really and sweet a tea of towel. you. Thank you so much. No, I was excited. <gasps> oh no, a dolly. Yeah, gotta have Dolly and a Knox and a Knoxville. Oh yeah. my gosh! No, thanks for having me on, Paris. This is so cool. These are so cool. I'm gonna post these on Instagram. People can see them. Really? See what I'm talking about as they listen. Choose your own adventure <laughs> and a tea towel. It's really sweet of you. You know, you and your friend Caroline Ferris are yeah. the uh, I, I want to say the the two most uh, uh, gracious guests. You guys both bought, brought stuff. <laughs> yes. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, yeah, baby. Please. <laughs> That's great. This is so cool. Thanks. No, thanks for having me on. I was of super course. excited. That's really sweet. Man, my little girls, both of them, are absolutely obsessed with Dolly. So there's Hey, that's some... not bad at no. all. If they're going to look up to someone, looking up to Dolly isn't bad. Well, uh, both of them, uh, Lena, my, my, my little one, she, uh, she is, uh, uh, Absolutely obsessed with nine to five and, uh, and, uh, and what's the other one that, she, that she, she loves Julian too. So she, she likes to hear both of them. And, uh, when we, when we were on our way to Dollywood the other day, my, my oldest daughter was like, you think Dolly's going to be there? I was like, I don't know. I was like, yeah, she probably only works from nine to five. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you with the dad jokes. Know, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, you just start pacing around here. Give me some, did you ever notice humor? <laughs> you, know? you know, I just saw today too, you know, like at the beginning of nine to five where it's like, there's that clicking noise oh, and yeah. apparently it's her nails. It's her acrylic nails. She's like going like this. Did you know that? No. Yeah. I like saw an interview just this morning. And I just, I love that it was her acrylic nails. I, somebody told me the other day that she has like in real life, short, short brown hair and can walk around in public unnoticed. I believe it. Do you? I mean, I think, I think especially if she changed her outfit. Yeah. Like if she wore something not like fitted. I'm I'm just, I'm just looking for somebody who can corroborate that story. I've also heard that she's covered in tattoos and that was from Imagination Library person. So 
Yeah, I bet. Knows? Yeah, she, like a born to lose tattoo on her arm, Who like knows? an anchor. I think she's. I love her. Of course, she's, she's an American like, treasure. Yeah, and I, I'm actually on the board for Dolly Fest. And we're oh, so yeah. we're so excited for for next year because yeah. it, was, it was so much fun. It's so much fun to like see a a bunch of different people from all different backgrounds all agree on one thing, which is like, isn't that you, great? We love Dolly, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's that's something that has made. I, I think that's why the moment that Dolly is having right now continues to rise and yeah. grow is because you realize how much there is out there that so many people disagree on. And, um, you know, politics is a huge thing right now that divides people. But I'll tell you one thing. It, yeah, everyone. <laughs> that everybody agrees yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. A it's a sin not to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spe- oh, sorry, one, yeah, I've got good. one more question for you. Uh, um, speaking of Imagination Library, yeah. have you done any books? Any, like, kids' books? No, but that's definitely. Would you? Yes, I would. I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely open. The only thing is it's kind of hard to break into that industry if you don't also write hmm. um and yeah. so i i don't i'm not a writer and yeah. so it, it it just would depend so daniel wiseman was a guest on this show and he is a children's book illustrator oh cool and he is illustrating Kristen bell's second what? second kids book right now he illustrated her first one already that's he i'm gonna have to yeah. look him up it's called I'm the surprised. world needs more purple people is the name of his first one we have it inside and then I he's about to finish her second Bell. one i think Jeez. i know yeah. but like that's he doesn't write he's just an, and not that i know of he might but yeah. I, I just know him as an illustrator and he's getting any he, he's in knoxville yeah i'm surprised i've not i don't i'm sure if i look I'll him up i'm gonna be like you. oh yeah yeah uh but i think i think that's all he does and is is illustrate books for kids and and he's you know he found somebody and and I think he's got an agent but yeah I think you kind of I think there's a few ways to do it but I think through the agents yeah the way yeah but we were he, and he's a total like kids book nerd too and yeah. I was talking I, I, he knows like all the illustrators and all the writers of all these kids books but you know he found somebody who can't illustrate like Kristen Bell and got mm. paired in you know she picked him out of a bunch of different people I assume that's how it worked but yeah you know they got paired together because she can't do it. Um, but, but like we were talking about one of the most, uh, there's, there's a, a, a series of kids books called like the pigeon needs a bath or the pigeon <laughs> rides a bus or whatever. And it's by this guy named Mo Willems. Okay. And he was talking about, I was talking to Daniel about it and, and he was, he was just like, he was like, that guy's, that guy's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to him. And I'm talking to like every page of this kid's book with him. He's like, yeah, man. But that's that's it. He writes and illustrates and like you just get in those kids' minds. And Yeah, I could. So wait, so the, the pigeon guy writes and illustrates. And he writes and illustrates. His name's Mo Willems. He's like 80 years old. And somehow he can think like my five-year-old in there. And, and she thinks it's the funniest thing in the I world. Love you know? I yeah. love it. I love that. Yeah. Thing. But then, you know, I, I, have a, I have another friend who I had on a couple of weeks ago. Her name is Nikki Glandon. and she's a children's book author. And mm-hmm. um, but but she hasn't I, I don't know that she has paired with an illustrator. Mm. Um, yeah, she's just kind of done all of it herself digitally. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. so, I, you know, I think it's cool that you want to do books because I bet there's, there's like I said, started. I'm just I, I try not to be too close minded. 
It's, you know, it's like if it's the right fit, it's the right fit. Yeah. And it's the shotgun method, right? Just put a bunch of stuff out there. Exactly. I've got all my jars out, (laughs) the lids off, ready to collect. (laughs) I've absolutely loved meeting you. No, I appreciate it. it. I appreciate you coming by. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So much. I hope we get to do it again sometime. And, uh, where can we find some of your Christmas ornaments like this? Yeah, on my website. It's okay. just pariswoodhall.com and at Paris Woodhall on all the things. Love it. Thank you so much, Paris. It's awesome meeting you, and we'll see you real soon. Perfect. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> all right. How'd we do? Thank you guys for being here. Don't forget about patreon.com slash south of scruffy. You can link through that on Instagram or however you want to do it. But thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it a lot. I hope you guys have a merry, merry Christmas. And we'll see you on the other side. Pitchwire. Play me out.